Thank you for tuning in to the 139th episode of Barbershop Sports Talk, wherever you may be, wherever you may be listening. I want to thank you for making me and the show part of your day, whether it be via Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher. Thank you for tuning in. Host Daryl D. Lane, as always, being recorded from Buffalo, New York, Amherst, to be specific. Gonna have a great show for you today. We're gonna have Kyle Noe, first time guest, so let's give a round of applause to Kyle. <laughs> gonna be a 18 to 20 minute interview. Me and Kyle broach a couple different topic topics. We talk about the coronavirus and sports. Uh, the coronavirus also shut down a place we both worked at, Giancarlo's, for the time being. We t- get a little bit into 2K, NFL free agency. Bills move Stephon Diggs. Bills get the, uh, make a move, trade for wide receiver Stephon Diggs, formerly of the Minnesota Vikings. But this is what captivated the NFL world. And it's something that I, I wasn't too shocked about, and it's Tom Brady. For those of you who don't know, Tom Brady is no longer a New England Patriot. He is a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. He's going to be coached by Bruce Arians. And... I think people are shocked and, and people are surprised. Like, There's no way Tom Brady would never, ever leave New England. There's Bill Belichick. There's Robert, Cla- Robert Kraft. It's the New England system, the New England mystique. It's Brady and Belichick. They've had so much success. Well, I'm going to give you, I'm going to tell you why, the reason why he left. In life, it's hard to deal with the same person for so long. In life, it's even harder to be beholden to somebody for so long when you think your talents might exceed yours. Tom Brady. When did he get to New England, Foxborough, Massachusetts when he was 20, 21 years old, 22, 23? For his, he's 43 right now, 42, 43 right now. For his entire adult life, He has been with Robert Kraft, Bill Belichick, and Foxborough, Massachusetts for his entire adult life. You see other stars, LeBron James. He's in Cleveland, then he's in Miami, then he's back in Cleveland, now he's in L.A. You see other things going around, and Tom's kind of like, I want to see something different. I want to be around different people. Right. If you look at arguably the greatest players in each sport of all time, in hockey, it's Wayne Gretzky. He played for multiple different teams. Right. In basketball, Michael Jordan played for the Wizards, played for the Bulls. In baseball, Babe Ruth. You know whose minor league team he was a part of? Guess what? The Boston Red Sox. This fallacy that players started in their career with one team the whole way through, it's non-existent. Two guys that you could compare to Tom Brady and Mystique and Lore, maybe players that weren't super good analytically or maybe never the best physical uh, players attribute-wise, but we always said they're clutch, they come up big in big moments. 
Tom Brady, Derek Jeter, Kobe Bryant. Those three guys. You want to know why Derek Jeter and Kobe Bryant stayed with the Lakers and Yankees, respectively? They paid them at the end when they weren't any good. Because they were beholden to them. You know why New England's not doing that with Tom Brady? Bill Belichick's not beholden to anybody. He's been trying to get rid of Tom Brady for a while now. Remember the Seth Wickersham report? Tom Brady got Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo. Ousted. Goodbye. See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. Bill Belichick is cold and calculated. Players move all the time. There are player transactions all the time. And then here's also, and, and this is the really interesting thing too, and there's something that I did not know. The Super Bowl, I didn't realize. Super Bowl will be played in Tampa Bay. Tom Brady's going to be a Buccaneer. Right now in the NFC, Tom Brady has moved to the toughest conference. He's going to be in a division with New Orleans Saints. He's going to face off against Drew Brees twice a year. He could potentially play a guy in Aaron Rodgers in the NFC Championship game. A guy like a Russell Wilson. His former protege, Jimmy Garoppolo. And it made me think too why Tom Brady needed to leave. Why he probably wanted to leave. And it's something that maybe we all can't relate to because we've never been on the level of a Tom Brady in terms of mentality and success. Tom Brady's chasing something bigger than himself. Tom Brady's chasing greatness. This man is chasing himself at this point. He's chasing his own shadow, his own legacy. He's not chasing Joe. People argue with him and Aaron. Tom Brady's not chasing Aaron. He's already way ahead of Aaron. He's not chasing Elway. He's chasing himself. Six Super Bowl championships. Six. Second highest, four. Four or six, nah, I'm going to go with six. Tom Brady still wants to show that he's everybody as good as Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Jimmy Garoppolo, any other quarterback you want to name. And maybe potentially he could play Patrick Mahomes, the quarterback that everybody's fawning over, the quarterback that everybody's having a love affair over in the Super Bowl. That's who Tom Brady could potentially play. Patrick Mahomes. You see, this all kind of makes sense. Tom Brady still has something to prove. He still feels like he has something to prove. I mean, he's a guy that's been doubted his whole entire life. Wasn't a starter at Michigan. Didn't come in as a starter in New England. And all he's done is been successful and been the greatest football player I've ever seen lace up cleats. And it's really not even close. And probably the most mentally toughest, clutchest athlete in my lifetime, in my 21 years living on this earth. So Tom Brady, Tampa Bay Buccaneer. This has made the NFC very interesting. It's weakened the AFC. And coming up next after the break on Barbershop Sports Talk, we're going to have Kyle Noe on the show. Coming up next after the break on Barbershop Sports Talk. with Barbershop Sports Talk and we have a first time guest, hallelujah, Kyle Noe, 
He lives right down the road. He went to our rival high school in basketball, even though we're better right now. Mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> our basketball team is better. Oh, yeah, yeah, basketball, yeah. And no, you guys got us in football. Yeah, definitely. And like every other sport. Yeah. Basketball and football. Everyone and prettier girls, to too. too. Better teachers. I ain't gonna comment on that. <laughs> <laughs> no. So how you been, Kyle? Nah, you know, I've been hanging in there. You know. Now, it's really interesting. We work at uh, the same place, G and Carlos, and it just got closed down because of Corona. So you have so much free time right now. Yeah. So how have yeah. you felt about this whole Corona thing? Honestly, I don't know. I just, I don't know if anybody knows how they feel. I just feel like the government is trying their best. And if everybody listens to what they say, then you know, we'll get through it as best as we can. Now, have you been doing, uh, participating in the uh, social distancing? I mean... Not really. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I mean, like I don't really, I don't really see the need. I guess if I get it, I get it. You know, that's kind of how I'm looking at it. Sure. Talking. I do want to talk about it. It's really kind of affected the NBA with two pretty prominent players, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, both players for the Utah Jazz, getting it, uh, which kind of resulted in the league closing down and really resulted in no sports anymore. Really. Yeah. Uh, what were your thoughts of all that? Well, I mean, I think they did the right thing in the sense that they will limit the spread of the virus. But what he did by touching the microphones and all that, like, that was wrong. And it just shows that he didn't know that he had it. But at the same time, you know, you could have it. So it's really important to, you know, take the measures that the government's saying to take. Do you think... So, well, I want to tell you this one. Do you think they made the right decision closing down? Yeah. Honestly, I do. I mean, I mean, I feel like right now the players' health and the fans' health and everybody's health is more important than basketball, in a sense. Because you know, to say they don't close down and everybody is playing, then everybody in the NBA gets corona or something like that happens, and then then what happens? And there's no basketball. You know what I mean? I thought that for the NCAA tournament, not to jump off topic, but I thought that they were going to continue with not um, not having, like, fans in the stadium. Yeah. You know what I mean? I thought that would go, and I think the NBA could have done that, and that would have worked, but I do think that, in the end, it was a good idea. How weird do you think it would have been if they actually played with no fans? Oh, it would have been horrible. I don't think they would have played well at all. Because <laughs> fans were so much a part of basketball. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, that's definitely true. Now... <laughs> Here's what I do, and it's, this has really been an interesting year, and uh, I do want to talk to you this because uh, you were a big Kobe fan too. Now, if I told you during New Year's that the NBA would be shut down because there would be some virus that spread around the whole world, there'd be no, 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 no sports going on at all. We'd all have, school would be canceled. We'd all have to stay in our houses. Or I told you Kobe Bryant would die in a helicopter crash randomly on a Sunday morning. Which one would you have believed more? Because those are two crazy things. Yeah, no, definitely. I honestly would have believed Kobe dying. More honestly, than... more than. than so if somebody told you, if I tell you at New Year's, listen, there's this thing, Corona, it's going to go through the whole world, it's going to go from China to Europe, uh, school's going to get canceled, colleges are going to get canceled, high schools are going to get canceled, you're going to be out of work. <laughs> what would you have said to me? I would have been like, man... You're crazy. <laughs> no, nobody is. Nobody saw this coming, and nobody's expected this. And I feel like that's contributing to a lot of the panic out there, personally. 
Now, what, when for you did you kind of realize, like, Corona's like a real thing, this is going to affect sports? Was it the Rudy Gobert? I'd probably say it was Italy. When Italy started to get really bad, and then the cases started to come over to America, I was like, yeah, they're probably going to start shutting a lot of stuff down. Okay, so just to paint a picture for everybody, to paint a picture for everybody, it started in China, I believe, then it kind of went to South Korea, and then it kind of got to Italy, and then there was kind of like the thing, like the whole... Parts of Italy were quarantined. Not all of it is Italy's quarantined. That's for you when you were like, this is going to hit America. Yeah. And then after that, were you just like, all this is going to happen after? I kind of assumed that everything was going to close, at least for a little bit. And we don't know how long we're going to be we're going to be quarantined. But like, I, I kind of saw it coming. Definitely. I did. I just like, how can you not see it coming, though, you know? Like, when, when I saw Italy starting to get all of those cases and people started to die from it, I was like, yeah, no, we definitely have to start preparing for it. Now, with the professional sports in the NBA in particularly closing down, I do want to ask you, well, what do you think players are doing during this hiatus? Because they don't have time off right now. I don't know. I mean, like, are, are they able to practice? No. Teams can't meet? No. No? So it's just... Probably, I don't know, probably playing 2K. Chilling. <laughs> what do you think LeBron's doing right now? Well, with his house, he's probably having a grand old time. <laughs> you know, he had his full court in his basement. Yeah, he's probably he's probably doing just fine. Probably but, invited Dwight Howard over to shoot some free throws. Yeah. Maybe even Shaq. Well, Lonzo, when the game got canceled, Lonzo actually walked out on the court because when the... Kings Pelicans game was going to get canceled. Lonzo walked down the court because Lonzo was like, "Might as well work on my jump shot and shoot, shoot a little bit." Yeah. Like. Oh yeah. So do you think do you think players are taking this seriously now because of Rudy Gobert? Yeah, definitely. So you think people are actually quarantining in their house? Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I, I, you just saw what he did, you know, and it's just like he didn't think that he had it, so he made a joke about it, and then it turns out that he had it. You know, the people who touch those microphones and their families, like, how far of an impact is that going to make now? And you can't really, like, blame him for it. He didn't know he had it. But I definitely think that people are more aware that it's a real thing and it's not just a meme. Yeah, I think people, definitely at first, people thought this was overstayed, overblown, like a media creation. Yeah. And, it, and it's kind of turned out that's not the case. Now, they were talking about the NBA coming back and... Over the summer, how would you feel about that? Do you think that'd be good? Bad? Would you be okay with that? I, I mean, basketball in the summer. I'd be happy. I mean, I just, I really do miss basketball. But I mean, if everything looks to be clear, then yeah, definitely. But if if there's still a risk factor, then I mean, maybe play without fans for a little bit and see how that goes. And if you know it works, keep doing that. But if not, then you can't. Now, how do you think? Do you think? But do you think basketball? I guess what I'm asking is, do you think basketball will be more interesting if we had it in the summer? Because if it does start again, it will be over the summer as opposed to ending it in June. We're starting it back up in June. Well, I mean, pers personally, it doesn't make a difference to me. Basketball is basketball. You know, I'll always watch basketball, even when the season's not on. You know, I'll watch old highlights. You know, I'll watch old games. So I always watch basketball year round. Um, it will be kind of nice because then we'll go from the the rest of the basketball season right to the football season. And, you know, that'll be nice. But other than that, it really won't affect me too much. Now, you mentioned you like watching, uh, you said old basketball clips? Yeah, just yeah, Did anything. you ever watch uh, the NBA TV Hardwood Classics? I probably have. Okay, give me a couple of your favorite clips. Like, what are I, some of your favorite clips? I just, I just watch highlights, just different players, you know what I mean? What are some of your just favorite players? Some of my favorite players, I'd have to say Dwayne Wade, definitely. 
I'm a huge Dwayne Wade fan. Um, I don't know I like watching old Kobe highlights. You know, a lot of the old basketball. Because I just I I always like old basketball. I feel like it's a lot different now than it was back then. So you like watching Dwayne Wade more than Steph Curry? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Now Definitely. explain. Explain. Because most Definitely. people love Steph Curry because the shooting. Like, yeah, but to me, there's more to basketball than just shooting. You know what I mean? Like a lot of the a lot of the players from back in the day, they you know they could dribble, they could pass, they could do everything. And I'm not saying that Steph Curry can't, but I feel like the game today is just about shooting. Okay, now this can we can have an interesting conversation off of this. Uh, I believe I talked to you one time about this earlier in the year. They had a Bleach Report article that said Steph Curry was a better all-time basketball player than Kobe Bryant. Um. Yeah. I mean, I definitely don't agree with that, but I'm pretty sure we did have that conversation. Let's see if I can. Looking it up right now. Yeah. See if I can find it. I know we did. I, I do remember that. Uh, the, I guess the argument is Steph Curry is more and more analytics friendly than Kobe was. I mean, in, in my personal opinion, myself, I don't even think Kobe. I mean, uh, Steph Curry is better than Dwayne Wade, let alone Kobe Bryant. But what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> my bad. Say that again. I said, what are your thoughts on that? No, like the question. Uh, <laughs> Kobe versus Steph Curry. Who do I think is better? Yes. I mean, I still have to say Kobe. Honestly, I would I would say Kobe. How close well, is Steph towards that? How how close is? I wouldn't say he's far off. I'm definitely not saying that Steph isn't like bad. I just personally think that Kobe's game is was just better. Like like I think that he saw the game and I think he understood the game more than Curry does. Now, as I mentioned before, you're a big Kobe fan, and he passed away. And I never really got to talk to you about it. What was your first reaction when you heard? He passed away. Like, just paint that picture for everybody. Where were you? What were you thinking? What were the emotions going through well, you? I was in my house. I was just playing 2K, and I saw it come over. I think it was ESPN that had it first, and I saw it on my phone, and I was like, huh, there's no way. Like, that can't be true. And I looked into it, and I saw it was true, and I was just like, wow. I was shocked for a while. Like, I just didn't want to believe it. Definitely didn't want to believe it. Do you think that Kobe gets... I, I, I feel like people have either gone... I feel there's a couple things about it, right? Uh, I feel like everybody's just so in shock. Do you think that people have kind of mythalized Kobe in a way that overstates how good he was? Because I, I, I was talking to a couple people. They said he's better than Michael Jordan now. Do you think... Oh, no, I wouldn't say... I, I, do you think no. part of that's because it's kind of like... And a lot of people are saying, like, I was Kobe fans when it's like you never watched basketball in your life because mm -hmm. just the clout. Yeah. Do you, do you yeah. think a lot of that's just clout chasing and just uh, getting caught up in the moment? Yeah, Definitely. Definitely. Um, I feel like the people who were posting, like, oh, yeah, like, rest in peace, Kobe. He was my favorite player and all that. Like, who didn't know Kobe? Like, they didn't really understand what it meant. You know what I mean? And I feel like by some of the stuff they would say, you could tell who was a real fan and who wasn't a real fan. You know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, I mean... I could definitely see, like, I've heard, I heard that too, people comparing him to Jordan. It's just like, if you weren't comparing him to Jordan when he was alive, you can't really compare him to Jordan because he died. No, no, I definitely get what you're saying. Now, what does Kobe mean to you? Just a snapshot. What does Kobe mean to you? When I say Kobe being Bryant, what's the image that goes into your head? Just, just a goat. I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, I've always, I've always had a respect for Kobe and... Like we, I used to go to these basketball camps at UB, 
uh, there were like summer camps, and they always used to have like like videos we used to watch on players and stuff, and it would be of Kobe and Jordan. And I always used to find the Kobe videos more interesting. Like he was just something about him, like the way he played. I just I liked, I guess. Now I want to switch to the NFL. There have been a lot of big free agency, a lot of big free agency news in the NFL. First, where I do want to start is Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. Uh, he is not returning to the New England Patriots. As a no. Bills fan, how does that make you feel that for all your life, Baylor, you're 18, yeah. right? 18? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, for all your life, it's been the New England Patriots, Bill Belichick, Tom Brady. And now that's kind of dissipating a little bit. How does that make you feel? It's exciting. It's exciting, and especially seeing what the Bills have been doing this offseason, it definitely makes me feel a lot better about everything. And, like, when Gronk left, you know, you started to see him slowly start to lose it. And I feel like this year was the year that he um, that he was going to go. And he did, and as a Bills fan, I'm, I'm excited. Now, do you think the Bills should be favored to win the AFC East? I would say it depends who they bring in at quarterback. Because Belichick could, you know, do the same thing that he did with Brady to another quarterback. And then we could have another Tom Brady-like player all over again. You know, it could happen. But at the same time, it could just fall apart. So I guess it, we have to wait and see. Is it crazy to think, though, that Tom Brady's not going to be retired? Oh, Patriots? Absolutely insane. I never would have imagined growing up. I just never would have thought. And I heard that the Chargers and the Bucks were... Um, were the two teams that were interested in getting them. Well, which one do you think would be a better fit for him? I don't even know. I've never thought about a Tom Brady leaving New England situation until just recently, you know what I mean? Um, it, I mean, personally, you know, he throws to Mike Evans in Tampa Bay. No, that's a good combo. That's a good right? combo. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, I'd like to see him in Tampa Bay, but I don't even know. I, it's just it's crazy to think about. Now I do want to go now to Stephon Diggs traded to the Buffalo Bills. Does this make the Bills the? Would you say the Bills are the favorite now? In the oh yeah, the definitely Bills are the favorite now. Yeah, I'd say that. Yeah. Well, what do you think Stephon Diggs is going to bring to the team? I I think that he's part. I think he's what we needed a deep threat receiver that Josh Allen can throw to. I feel like Josh Allen now will get that chemistry and they'll work on the chemistry aspect of it. And when the season comes, we'll have a solid number one receiver. I mean, I feel like I feel like Stephon Diggs left Minnesota because he wanted to truly become like that number one receiver. You know what I mean? And now that he has that chance, I feel like good things will happen. Like he's excited about it. Buffalo's excited about it. And I feel like good things are going to happen from it. Do you think that... Like, for example, do you, do you think that Stephon Dix was a good fit for Buffalo, for example? I remember everybody was excited when we were supposedly going to trade for Antonio Brown, but it kind of turned out Antonio Brown, eh, he's a little off, kind yeah, of a nutcase. Just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> I know you're not an Antonio Brown Definitely fan. not. Ooh. Definitely not. What's the thing you don't like most about Antonio Brown? Oh, he's, just, he's trying to come back now. You know, he apologized. That's what I don't like. You know, he was. I just feel like... like after he left New England, he, he kept saying how he was going to do all this stuff. And then he just finally realized that he wasn't going to do everything he said he was going to do. And now he wants to get back in the league. Like, no, I think he should just stick to what he said he was going to do and try to make it work. So do you think the, uh, Diggs is a better fit for us, though? Yes. Than, than, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Could you imagine Definitely. if Buffalo actually signed Antonio Brown? 
dude. Would that have ruined the season? Yeah. So you don't think he went to playoffs? I don't think we would have. I feel like the drama that he created would have just completely thrown everything off. I, I don't. I never thought he would have been a good fit. Now, where I want to go to next is another star receiver, DeAndre Hopkins, traded to the Arizona Cardinals. I think this is crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely crazy. I don't know how you trade away one of the best... <laughs> A top four receiver, top three receiver, maybe the best receiver in the NFL for draft picks and David Johnson, who at this point is a mediocre running back. Yeah, and they weren't even very good draft picks, were they? No. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> well, no draft pick to me. I mean, you're not going to find a player that's going to probably be as good as DeAndre Hopkins right away, at the very least. And for David Johnson, like, uh, I don't really know. I saw this thing on uh, on Snapchat. <laughs> it said even Madden didn't didn't want to do that. Even <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, that was questionable. Well, it's probably when you uh, put on the settings, the uh, override trade, yeah. <laughs> right? Override right. trade. Yeah, no, that was crazy. Override trade. Now, I do want to ask you this: We're at Taekwon's house. Taekwon's about to play two K. What's who's your favorite player to play on two K? My favorite player or my favorite team? Okay, both. I play with so many different teams. I don't have just one team. I like playing with different teams. My favorite team to play with in 2K, I'd probably have to say, would be the Clippers. Okay, now, when you do my player, do you have your own name and play yourself? Um, They have my first name. They don't have my last name. But I just use Noel. Okay. It's close enough. Um, but, yeah, I do. Do you make yourself a star? I, I I don't like I don't know, I don't really play my career like that anymore. I play more my team now okay. than anything. But I never used to. Oh, I know because those games were set up pay to win. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you wanted to get good, you had to put VC into that, and it just, <laughs> just wasn't anything. Yeah. Now now lastly, and I've been asking this, so quite possibly this could be the end of the world. We could be in the zombie apocalypse. Which athlete are you riding with? when the zombie apocalypse inevitably comes down on this earth. What athlete am I rocking with? Yes. Conor McGregor. Because <laughs> <laughs> he got those hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not going to have to worry about anything. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, I want to thank you for coming on the show. Hell yeah, man. Anytime. Thank you for having me. And I want to thank you for tuning into this episode, the 139th episode of Barbershop Sports Talk. I hit the lottery, the lottery, trip, watch on how they follow me.